Methods and Means Committee meeting to order. Um, what we have to do uh, first is basically yesterday we adopted the individual uh, subcommittee recommendations uh, and, and I think the first thing we have to do now is now that we've got that all put together on one big spreadsheet is we have to adopt all those lines together as, as one spreadsheet. Then we got uh, two amendments that I'll be offering um, after that and then we'll, we have a couple of conforming provisos which are basically a non-recurring non, uh, proviso that basically matches the dollars on the, on the sheet, as well as a lottery uh, proviso that matches the dollars on the sheet, uh, and then take a, a, a vote on the annual general appropriations bill as well as a capital reserve bill. So um, and with that, I think the spreadsheet should be loaded up and underneath your current documents on your, on your tab. So with that, is there any questions on those? This is pretty much every sheet that we did yesterday all put together. So. Uh, Ms. Cobb Hunter moves for adoption of the spreadsheet as presented. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. It's adopted. Um, I'll turn the mic over to Representative Simrel so I can do amendments D21 and D22. Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, recognized for D21. All right. Ms. Jackson, you get it loaded, though. Okay. Yesterday we talked about uh, creating the lottery reserve. I think you had the 41 million in that trust account. We had the fact that we had an issue back at Christmas with $35 million uh, in, in question whether we owe it to uh, players or not. I think, uh, you know, pending litigation and, and issues with um, the vendor, I think it's in our best interest that we set that money aside uh, to be able to um, save that. This kind of also goes to the point that some other dollars that go in there above what we appropriate uh, can go into this account, much like uh, what we hit, did with Medicaid to the point that, that we uh, lottery, you read a lot about the 10-point grading scale and everything else, so we need to be saving some monies instead of spending all the lottery monies uh, out there every year on, on wish lists and things, we need to be putting that into a reserve account. So we can actually then be able to maintain some of the levels of service that we are actually doing. So it kind of has a twofold purpose. One, it holds that money that in case we have to pay it out, but it is also putting money in there as a backstop in case things fall short, we can spend that, the interest gained on that apart as in backfill scholarships and that type of thing. So that's the purpose and I'll take any questions if there are any. Ms. Cobhunter is recognized for a question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, just want to say what a what a wise move I think this is. I want to commend you for doing it. In our subcommittee, under Mr. Cole's leadership, one of the questions that the subcommittee kept asking all of these uh, higher ed institutions was what effect the grade scale would have on the lottery, and some of them had already started preparing for it, and some had not. So this is great. I, I commend you for that. The other, the question I have, though, comes from our subcommittee conversation. Is there any way, by the time we get to the floor, that we can kind of encourage the lottery to settle this because they are negotiating and all of that, but it would appear to me that if we're going to wind up paying these people who thought they had won, we ought to just go ahead and do that rather than wasting a lot of time and no offense to the lawyers, lawyers' fees uh, negotiating this. So 
I'm just curious as to whether or not there might, by the time we get on the floor, be some language added which would incentivize the Lottery Commission to bring closure to the case. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I have no Mr. problem Chairman. working with you and meeting with the Lottery to try to work something out. Thanks. Any other questions? I move for adoption of D21. Mr. White moves adoption of Amendment D21. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed nay. The ayes have it. Amendment D21 is adopted. <coughs> Amendment D22 should be loading. Mr. White. Thank you, Mr. Simrel. This one's actually by uh, myself and, and you. Um, what this allows, basically, uh, the ports uh, came to us, and as well, I think they spoke with you, Mr. Simrel, to the point that some years back we gave them $300 million to deepen the Charleston port. Uh, that contract has been executed and they're starting work uh, in March uh, with that. <clears throat> that was a wise move by this committee when we did it at the time uh, to put all that money in there. They've awarded the contract, which pretty much depletes the account. Um, the federal government is a little bit slow on their, their side of things uh, with that. And, they, and then this fall, in order to execute the second phase of a contract, uh, need about $50 million uh, in this current fiscal year that we're budgeting for. So what I'm proposing is that the state treasurer loans um, out of our um, excess debt service that we have uh, the $50 million to the port. Uh, it is a loan because the federal government should be reimbursing us, but the port's done a great job with executing uh, and getting all the permitting really uh, fast from the core, and that was based upon the fact that we put the money in to get it done. We were serious about it. We had the money in the bank. And basically, we don't want to start a project and then have to halt it in the middle, waiting on the federal government to fund it. And this is, uh, and we all know the port's valuable to us, especially Mr. Smith, Gary Smith, and the upstate. I know Michelin tires in my area, and, and we rely heavily upon that port as well as the BMWs and other automotive suppliers around the state. Uh, so we, I think it's in our 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 best interest to help keep this thing moving along and keep our economic uh, competitive edge. So. I'll Mr. Herb Curzon is recognized for a question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, I, I just want to, uh, for the record, note that the Beaufort and Jasper delegation had a very productive meeting with the uh, Ports Authority this morning, and so I withdraw my, formally withdraw my objection to this uh, right. proviso. Thank you. Any other questions? Mr. White? I move for adoption of D-22. Mr. White moves adoption of Amendment D-22. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed nay. The ayes have it. Amendment D-22 is adopted. Thank you, Ms. Simmer. Uh, next, we have, uh, I believe, the conforming uh, provisos I mentioned to you earlier. Um, it's, I think, 23 and 24. Uh, they should be loading up for you now. <clears throat> and basically, it's, uh, Mr. Cole, you want to do it, but it's, it's the, pretty much the lottery, the way you spent it, explained it yesterday, so folks can look at it if you want. And every year we delete the previous year's lottery proviso and replace it with a new one so, for the revenues, much like non-recurring proviso that's coming up next. So I'll give you a second to read it if you wish. Any questions? 
Yep, Ms. Cobb Hunter. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I don't have a question. Just want to reiterate the comments from yesterday regarding needs base and tuition grant scholarship. Hopefully by the time this process concludes on the floor, we've identified some additional funding for those two pots of money. I appreciate what we have put in the lottery, but as I pointed out, the lottery helps a particular category of students who don't necessarily need needs-based or tuition grant scholarships. So I hope, Mr. Chairman, you will keep an eye out for any revenue that might be floating around and let's look at those two pots of money to see if we can't add to that so that a lot of kids who are counting on that will be able to access that and will be able, as we're doing with hope and life, be able to spread the wealth a bit for these need-based and tuition grants. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Any further questions? All in favor of adopting Amendment D23 signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. It's adopted. Next is D24, which is the non-recurring proviso, basically, that all the things on your spreadsheet, those non-recurring uh, lines, basically this, this is it. So, And then the other side, the capital reserve fund that was in that column is coming up in a bill later. So. But this is pretty much your non-recurring revenue and how we spend it within the budget. I'll take any questions. No questions? All right. Representative Merle Smith moves for adoption of Amendment D24. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. I think that's it for our conforming provisos. Um, and next, I guess, is adoption of the Appropriations Bill, uh, which would be House Bill 4950. There's uh, a number assigned to it. Um, and we can proceed to roll call. Mr. Anthony. Mr. Bales? Aye. Mr. Ballantyne? Aye. Mr. Clemens? Aye. Mr. Clyburn? Aye. Ms. Cobb-Hunter? Aye. Mr. Cole? Aye. Ms. Crawford? Aye. Ms. Erickson? Aye. Mr. Finley? Aye. Mr. Hayes? Aye. Mr. Herb Kurzman? Aye. Mr. Hosey? Aye. Mr. Huggins? Aye. Mr. Loftus? Aye. Mr. Lowe? Aye. Mr. Rutherford? Mr. Simrel? Aye. Mr. Gary Smith? Aye. Mr. Merle Smith? Aye. Mr. Stavernakis? Aye. Mr. White? Aye. Mr. Whitmire? Aye. All right, I voted 21 to, to 0. House Bill 4950, the General Appropriations Bill, receives a favorable reading, will be passed out of Ways and Means. Next is House Bill 4951, the Capital Reserve Fund Bill, which should be getting loaded up for you. Um, this is basically the 2% that we spend on one-time items. 
or capital projects. <coughs> and it it's going to require two-thirds vote. So and Ms. Cobb Hunter moves for adoption of House Bill 4951 and we'll proceed to a roll call. Mr. Anthony? Mr. Bales? Uh, Mr. Ballantyne? Mr. Clemens? Mr. Clyburn? Ms. Cobb Hunter? Mr. Cole? Aye. Ms. Crawford? Aye. Ms. Erickson? Aye. Mr. Finley? Aye. Mr. Hayes? Aye. Mr. Herb Kurzman? Aye. Mr. Hosey? Aye. Mr. Huggins? Aye. Mr. Loftus? Aye. Mr. Lowe? Aye. Mr. Rutherford? Mr. Simrel? Aye. Mr. Gary Smith? Aye. Mr. Merle Smith? Mr. Stavronakis? Aye. Mr. White? Aye. Mr. Whitmer? Aye. And also with a vote of 21 to 0, uh, House Bill 4951 receives the Cap Reserve Fund bill, receives a two-thirds vote, and can be passed out of ways and means favorable. Thank you all for that. <coughs> now, um, I would ask for unanimous consent to give technical authority to staff as they put this thing together to get ready to print. Uh, next week, uh, that we allow them to have technical authority. Does anyone object? All right. All right. So, you got your technical. Well, he, we got a motion for Mr. Smith. All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it, um, allowing technical authority. That pretty much wraps it up. I basically want to thank all y'all uh, for being here and, and sitting through this, especially Ms. Crawford and Mr. Rutherford. This is your first one. Uh, we have some new pages at Ways and Means. This was their first one. I think one in particular was very excited about the process. She's having a back man in the office, and she's she's in there streaming it live, watching it. So uh, she's she uh, <laughs> she likes so much. She may be staff one day. But uh, <clears throat> uh, Frank Rainwater, uh, Frank, we always appreciate what you do, and and. Uh, some people say you need to get us more money, but uh, we appreciate what you do. Ms. Cobb Hunter agreed. She said yes. And Les Bowles, uh, uh, Les and Jake sit back with us all the time, and they make sure all the stuff's on the spreadsheet's all correct, and they do, do a fabulous job. So Jake and Les, thank you. And, um, and then, well, I got, I got Deborah Duncan and Elizabeth back here behind me, uh, who's your proviso people. They do all your provisos, make sure all your words are correct and it fits within the, the letter of the law. Um, and then also we got Robert Martin and Justin Heinemann of the RFA uh, with us. Of course, the sergeants, they hang around. Tyler's sitting over there staring at everybody down in the audience, make sure you don't get us. And Mr. Pinckney, he's, he's, he's got Merle's back over here. But uh, that large health care budget, you know, it's, he's, he's got a, Merle's got his own detail. But, uh, but uh, and, and then obviously, you know, the uh, Charles Reed in, in, in the house part, the speaker's office that was here helping us as well. And then last but not least, and folks that actually have made this job so much easier uh, that, that you folks uh, that weren't here, Ms. Crawford, uh, in the past, uh, basically last year was our first year and they got an outstanding award for, uh, for developing this product that's before you that basically has taken hours off of this process uh, and, saved, and saved us a lot of money so much that the state of Georgia has actually come over here looking at the system that we have in Ways and Means. But uh, uh, to, to LSA, thank you all, do a good job. 
uh, even when the Russians tried to hack us yesterday and shut us down. You, you shut Putin down, and we appreciate that. But uh, and with that, I do appreciate each and every one of you's uh, hard work and basically. Um, uh, uh, yes, ma'am. Mr. Chairman, I know you don't believe it, but please know that you are appreciated as well. Thank you, by Ms. most Carter. of us. By most of us. Yeah. <laughs> I do say no a lot, and especially to you. Yeah, yeah but uh, but uh, they, uh, yeah, yeah, become a habit now. I bet anyway. But but also uh, we have some new staff members. This is their first first uh, budget through the committee as well. But you know our trusty staff is the best staff in the house, and we 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 have a good one. And they're very knowledgeable. They're very smart. They're attentive, and and they're very professional in how they handle themselves. So. We have an absolute wonderful staff, and with that, I hope that uh, Blythe, you you you, you, you do, you can go have your baby now. Bill says it's okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, so our hopefully about another week, maybe our staff family will be larger. But uh, anyway, uh, best of, of luck to you, Blythe, with with your first baby. So uh, we're pulling for you, dear. But with that, uh, once again, appreciate your hard work, and we'll stand adjourned. Have a great weekend.